Boom, baby. We're talking about Kathy. Kathy Lee. <laughs> Yay, G. Yay, G. Yeah. Yeah. What is up? Uh, could you turn me down a little bit? Yeah. I'm a little hot. There you go. Thank you, All sir. Right. All right. Is that good? Yeah, yeah perfect. All right. Yeah. That's Jay. I'm Jesse. This is Rooster Grooves. Welcome along, everybody. Yeah, it's good to be back. Sun is shining in Seattle. It's great. It's Shorts and t-shirts weather. Mm. It's been a while since we've actually been done one of these, even though the audience won't know because we released almost regularly. <laughs> we, we plan ahead. Last one was a special one, Muzi, which mm -hmm. we recorded a while ago. Um, if you didn't a while check that out. ago. But it's finally out. <laughs> Remote interview. He was in Johannesburg. We were mm -hmm. here in Seattle. Uh, we made the technology happen. Didn't work completely squeaky clean, technology-wise. Yeah. But we got there in the end. It's all good. Yeah. That's a good one, though. That was, yeah. that was fun. Yeah. And uh, Muzi is a cool guy. Yeah. And he's making some cool music as well. Yeah. So check that out. Um, so sad news, but positive quote right now. <laughs> sad news. Tina Turner passed away. Oh, yeah. Uh, just yesterday, just right? Just yesterday, yeah. When we were recording this. Um, so I thought I'd find a quote from her. The quote of the day, uh, she said, I believe that if you'll just stand up and go, life will open up for you. Mm. Universal quote, not just about music, but like, yeah. I like uh, it. And I've been <clears throat> loving that uh, notion lately. I'm like, we can have all these ideas about things, but if we don't put things into action, nothing's going to happen. <laughs> Seems very simple, but taking action sometimes is the hardest thing to do, I think, for a lot of people in music yeah. and whatever it is you were trying to do, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, you gotta put the energy out before you get it back. Yep, it's all a uh, reflection. There you go. I like yeah. the analogy of a mirror. Yeah, like if you ask the mirror to, you know, to smile first. Right. <laughs> you're gonna be waiting there for a while. Right. It's not gonna smile. Ah, you gotta you go. smile. There you go. And yeah. then it will reflect back at you. <sighs> that's another quote of the day, right there. Like that one. <laughs> yeah. I'm mean, that's I think yeah. that's what she's saying. Yeah, pretty you know, much. In a, yeah. in a different way, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You put the energy out, it'll reflect back at you. But yeah, you just got to so. stand up. Yeah, definitely. So I like it. Yeah. Um, rest in peace, Tina Turner. Yes. Um, but like we said this week, we're talking about Yeji. Uh, if you don't know, we talk about a new artist every week, and we talk about where they came from, uh, their music, their career, their creative approaches, their mindset. Uh, as musicians ourselves to learn from this we're not the encyclopedia we're not like don't tune in for like the authority of uh, the artist i guess is the yeah <laughs> yeah these artists one of us just chooses yeah uh can you turn me down a little bit more even more oh, oh yeah. my god yeah <laughs> uh, yeah sometimes we don't know anything about these artists yeah maybe jay knows maybe i don't know or yeah. vice versa yeah and uh, then we do the research during yeah. the week and we come and have a conversation about what we learned. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Casual. We're just trying to put some cool information out there. We're trying to learn. Yeah. Spin some tunes. And uh, yeah, so Yeji, she's out of New York, but she's Korean-American, right? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Born in New York. Yeah. Moved to Korea. Yeah. Came back. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yes. Yeah. Let's start with the basics. She does yeah. like house music. Yeah. Left field pop. Mm -hmm. What else would you call it? uh yeah electronic shades of r&b in there maybe mm -hmm. like, yeah yeah she's really kind of soft whispery voice mm -hmm. so there's really cool dynamics yeah um with that with her her voice like a lot of reverb on it yeah. and then kind of like a tight housey beat yeah um almost a little bit 
I, I can't keep wanting to say almost industrial, some of it kind of choppy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but very cool. Yeah. A lot of synths in there. Yeah. Synthy. Um, yeah. Synth poppy. Chill sometimes. Chill electronically mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So if you listen to her stuff, she only has like two EPs out, mm-hmm. two EPs and a mixtape. Yeah. And then she just released her first yeah. debut album in April. Yeah, 2023. Her first, probably only debut album. I think that's how they were. Only debut album, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, she alternates between singing in English and Korean, right? Yeah, Um, yes. Like, just switches it up right in the same track sometimes. And uh, a lot of times. Yeah, definitely. And we'll talk a bit more about that later. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, and she's DJing as well. Um, Yeah, started as a DJ. Yeah. And so she's just, I mean, she's been around since like 2016. She's been releasing music, I think. So not that long ago. And she's been like, just kind of slowly rising up through the scene, getting interviews with people. Mm -hmm. I first heard about her on um, Beat the Clock, you know, this YouTube series Mm -hmm. where they go with a different producer and they give them like, I don't know how long it is, like 10 minutes. Is it 10 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. They got to make a track from scratch and they showed her in her uh, like bedroom studio, super simple setup. So that was the first thing I would never heard of her. And I was like, oh, she's doing, that's really interesting how mm-hmm. she's like putting this track together. And she just has this like Korg synth, her little field recorder to record vocals in mm-hmm. and then Ableton. And then she was just, was like, okay, so let me check out what she's doing. And I went and, Heard some tracks that were cool. She has some really great music videos as well that back up some of these uh, singles, I think, that were from the EPs as well. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. yeah, she. I mean, we'll get into it. She yeah. did some schooling for some graphic design, and she does a lot of her own visuals, Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, which is very cool. Definitely. Makes the whole project yeah, yeah. really mesh together yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, started as a DJ, turned kind of house producer. Yeah. Um, and she's just coming onto the scene and she's getting a lot of traction. Yeah, yeah. So uh, let's uh, play another track. Let's do it. Feel it out by Yeji. You're listening to Roots to Grooves. I was feeling it out. Yeah, that was a vibey track. Mm-hmm. One of my first tracks of hers I heard. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that. So, when did that come out? Uh, 2017. So it's an early, earlier track. We actually opened the show with a track called New York '93, which was her debut single ever. I think she put it on SoundCloud originally, but since deleted it but then it came out on an ep mm-hmm. with her first record deal i think yeah yeah that yeah. A track name referencing yeah. her birthday there you go right yeah yeah 1993 august so, 6th i mean let's august go 6th. Yeah, go back, back to it yeah yeah um in flushing queens right yeah so she's born in new york yeah and then um yeah i think until like third grade then she moved to atlanta yeah 
Mm-hmm. And then after that, South Korea, I think. Moved to South yeah. Korea. I think when I believe when she was like eight years old, mm-hmm. said. Um, uh, I th- I don't know how big her family is. Uh, her Wikipedia says single child in a Korean family, but then I saw a video where she's talking about her brother. So mm. got to fix that Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't but, know the yeah. details either, I guess. Yeah. Um, also, I don't think she necessarily had a super musical background or, or family. No. Um, mm. I think she did learn like flute and violin. Yeah. And piano. Uh, a little bit. Uh, or maybe it was piano. Yeah. A flute and, yeah, as well. Heard. or maybe yeah. all all of them yeah yeah but so she had a little bit of music yeah background but not like her family was into music a lot although i did read somewhere that apparently her dad used to be in a heavy metal band at some point oh i didn't see that yeah saw that somewhere and then he like didn't like the popular american pop music when she was growing up so he would like suppress playing stuff like that to her oh, like <laughs> hiding it away exactly yeah um but yeah, so she, I think her formative years, she it's not really like so much about music as it is about like the cultural differences that she was going through, I think. Because mm-hmm. she, she said she was, you know, uh, when she went to school at Atlanta, she was like the only Korean, Asian-American in her class. So she said there was a bit of like racism and, you know, shitty comments from other kids as usual. That's what happens, you know. <laughs> <laughs> kids. Um but she said she kind of suppressed it and didn't think it was a thing, you know. Um, and then when she went to South Korea, she said it was kind of a bit of a culture shock. Like she could speak the language fluently. Obviously, her parents like taught her and grew her, grew her up with the language. But apparently she has an accent, like, you know, kind of like an American accent. Right. She's talking and, and she was sort of picked out for that. Even as a kid, like people, she said, old, old my guys would like, hear her talk in the street and be like why are you talking like that or something yeah <laughs> super strange but yeah just getting yeah. judged left and right yeah, exactly yeah. like you can't be who you who you are in america and then you go to your home country quote unquote yeah, home exactly and yeah. then you can't be who you are yeah like who yeah. but um so overall yeah. this gives her a, a really interesting perspective yeah and uh i think overall she's really introspective yeah she's you no know, yeah. that gave her a lot to think about yeah. about who w- who she is, what her place is in the world, yeah. and what that means. Yeah, yeah. What it means to be, you know, Korean or American or both doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, so she, it it seems like you know I don't know she she writes a lot. She has a diary. Yeah. I yeah. think she said she has like five different kinds of diaries where she puts specific categories of yeah, yeah. different aspects of of life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some to keep private. Some yeah. that are more public. Yeah. And that so sounds you, like that's also like not so much it's like personal as as much as it is about her helping her create lyrics right so, yeah yeah 100% yeah, yeah. a thousand percent yeah so um yeah the music that she makes eventually is kind of created through that yeah yeah, yeah. you know what I mean yeah like trying to figure out what she's doing and stuff um yeah I don't know so I guess in South Korea she was going to a bunch of different kinds of schools yeah like one school was like an English type school and they forced her to speak English. Yeah. And if she didn't, if she spoke Korean, they would put her in detention. Right. Yeah. Just crazy. <laughs> so you like, you go there, you get picked on for speaking in a weird way in the language. And then you end up in a school where they forbid you from speaking Korea. Yeah. Korean whilst you're in Korea. It sounds yeah. like a hectic way to go through adolescence. Yeah. 
pretty much. And I think so. She sort of said she turned to the internet, like and sort of made friends online, kind of thing. Um, I don't know here. I don't know the specifics about that, but I know back in the day, AOL chat thing was a big thing among teenagers. That like, my brother, I think, would like meet people that he's still friends with, like now. Like they turned out to not be creepy, crazy old men. <laughs> like you know. Like real, real people, so yeah. There's real people looking yeah. for friendship as well. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she eventually comes back to the states, right? And goes mm -hmm. to Carnegie Mellon University in New York, right? Uh, Pennsylvania, I think. Oh, that's in Pennsylvania. Oh no, sorry, Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. All of them. Never been. Yeah. To Pittsburgh, home of the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah. Baseball team. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So Carnegie Mellon. Yeah. I don't think it's a school for like you know watermelons or cantaloupes. No, it's just uh, a name. Just a name. Yeah. Which is interesting. Carnegie Mellon. Uh, but I believe she went to school for some graphic design. Yeah. So she was already you know an artist. Yeah. And I think she was like thinking, she she's always been design and visual orientated, and I think she saw that as her main path forward, like you know mm -hmm. career wise or whatever. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, so as far as the story goes, I guess she was doing that. Yeah. Just chugging along, yeah, getting yeah. through her classes, doing her thing. Yeah. And then um, she joined the, the radio station, the college radio station. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She just got introduced through some friends. Yeah. Got in to do that. Yeah. And she started, you know, putting out tracks and starting, people were showing her new music. Yeah. And that's kind of where she really started to get in the flow of, of music. Yeah. I think a lot of people there exposed her to like electronic music which she started vibing with. Mm -hmm. um, there was also uh, apparently a, like a club night called Hot Mass that she used to go to in Pittsburgh that apparently was like uh, kind of inspired by electronic music of the 70s, 80s and 90s. Mm. People have described it as a place where you couldn't find that music played anywhere else. It was like more like a European kind of nightclub kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, so that was like a big influence on her apparently as well. Yeah. Going to that. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And yeah, so all of this kind of led up to her uh, becoming a DJ. Yeah. So she started DJing. Yeah. And doing, you know, DJ events. What yeah. do DJs do, you know? They DJ DJ events. Yeah. <laughs> Tractor is what she used. Apparently she did this for two years. Yeah. Right. Tractor's a yeah. in, uh, DJ software. Yeah. Yeah. So you can like kind of mix things. I think Tractor has like four different decks maybe decks yeah. what's the, yeah. the nomenclature there yeah jay's got it he's a dj i use serato and they have yeah they call them decks in there decks decks because you know back in the old day turntable decks you'd have that you know oh that's yeah what they called them <laughs> okay a pair of decks decks d-e-c-k-s <laughs> just in case no one knows what i'm saying okay okay jay yeah. uh yeah so you know that's how she learned yeah she got good at it yeah started people were getting hyped up yeah yeah um yeah. and she started doing like remixes mm -hmm. and um what do you call it like covers yeah yeah mm -hmm. remix covers and or yeah both yeah. yeah yeah people some people she did passion fruit by drake right as one of mm -hmm. i don't know for how if that was early on or later on but Someone in an interview called it a cover, but I don't. I hadn't heard it actually, so I'm not sure if it's a remix. That's what I'm cover. saying. Yeah. I don't. It's, yeah. It could be both. Yeah. You know, like yeah. a cover with her own twist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. I listened to it, but I can't remember the specifics. I don't want to 
Right. Yeah. Say wrong stuff because that's the worst. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, she was just don't you know, getting more into it. Yeah. And yeah. then what's what's the next step? Step. Uh, well, yeah. So Ableton, I guess she was doing those tracks in. Uh, I think she had someone show her a little bit about it, but she basically <clears throat> just downloaded the free version, I think, and messed around with it. And actually, I think before that, because she was asked like, what advice would you give to someone getting into music? Steve Lacey route. She said, use your phone. You know, mm. she said, just like use the voice memo on your phone to record things. And apparently that's what she used to do, like during her commutes. Um, I think after she graduated college, she had a graphic design job full time. And uh, on her commutes she, on the train, on the subway, she'd be like just busting out the, the me voice memo. Just spitting bars. Yeah. She said just like recording like little loops um, and then using some of the other apps as well to like create beats and stuff like that. Um, Kind of like mm -hmm. Steve Lacey did that as well. Yeah. yeah. So I think she was like messing around with that and song structure before she got into Ableton. Um, and then, yeah, like I said, she had someone show her a few things, but then she basically taught herself. Like, yeah, she's always, yeah. she seems very self sufficient. Yeah, yeah. She seemed yeah. pretty like with it, pretty smart. She calls, to... calls herself a detailed uh, workaholic or something like that. Like, mm -hmm. So detail oriented workaholic, I think nice. she said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I yeah. mean, she's, she seems pretty good at whatever she, yeah. Does. yeah yeah and whatever she wants to do from her visual stuff yeah like check out her music videos and it's pretty cool yeah, yeah. Okay. um and it goes really well with the music and then the music yeah. is also dope obviously yeah which is why we're talking about yeji yeah um so i mean yeah i don't know she's so she's you know she she did these covers these remixes and got some like notoriety for it she did a dua lipa remix mm -hmm. that got her pretty big mm -hmm. Um, to the point where she did, she's played Coachella. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, and some other big festivals and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Um, DJing. Boiler Room as well was a big popular mm -hmm. online thing. Uh, have you ever checked out any Boiler Room sets from anyone? Yeah, yeah. It yeah. comes up every once in a while. I try yeah. to check them out. Yeah. I, sometimes then I forget about Boiler Room and yeah. discover it a couple yeah. months later. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, they have some good sets on there. Um and it's cool because I think she described her DJ set as like, uh, I'm not sure how much of her own music she plays, but she said it's a great opportunity to play like whatever she's into because um, it sort of like gives people a deeper sense of where she's coming from versus just her own music, like, which I thought was a really good way of putting it. Like, kind of a peek yeah. behind the curtain. Yeah, yeah. Like here's, here's the stuff what I'm influenced by or what I'm liking right now. And, you know. time, to, time to pay homage a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, very cool. Yeah um yeah so i mean yeah where are we at that's i mean yeah basically then so in this kind of time period from when she was djing and doing the music radio station in college yeah she released two eps yeah a handful of sig uh, singles signals <laughs> oh and promo then, in the yeah. middle of the episode like it yeah. whoops yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then a, a mixtape yeah. Which isn't really an album, but it's, you know, what it is called a mixtape. Yeah. Which is like, it's like an album of demos. Yeah. What is that? What a mix is the definition of mixtape? I, I don't oh. know what the definition is. I don't want to say either yeah. or, but that's what it kind of seems just off the cuff. For See, me. It seemed like an album to me. It was pretty lengthy. There's good mm -hmm. tracks on there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to call it. I mean, you guys let us know in the comments. What is a mixtape? I mean, it seems kind of ambiguous. I feel like I know what mixtapes were from back in the hip hop, you know, era. 
and also the electronic area, but it was mostly like, you know, you're mixing it in, you're mixing the tracks into each other kind of thing. Yeah. I can't remember. Are those tracks mixed in on, on mean, the AGs? No, I don't think so. Not, not the Spotify <clears> one, <throat> at least it, it goes like track by track. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Then, then it's not so, a mixed in. Exactly. I think people, <laughs> if, if they're too scared to call it their debut album, call it a mix they tape. just call it a mixtape <laughs> and then be like, Oh, when I'm ready to yeah. debut. Yeah. They're like, this is longer than your EPs. This is an album. No. Yeah. No, it's a mixtape. Yeah, it's exactly. Mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine. Yeah, um, but it's arbitrary. But yeah. it, um, you know, it's pretty good. Yeah, uh, she started her earlier singles and EPs were less vocally um, packed. Right. Yeah. Less vocals. Yeah. And yeah. you know, a little more housey and stuff, whatever. And then her latest album, which we're about to talk about in 2023, just dropped a month ago. Yeah. Is pretty full of vocals. Yeah. Like yeah, there's vocals all over it. Yeah. And it's, it leans a little bit more poppy. Right. As far as the vocals go, mm-hmm. the song structures, there's you no know, vocals all over them. Yeah, yeah. Some people have called it angry album or I guess cathartic. I mean, she's her picture of her on the, the album cover is her with a hammer with like a smiley face drawn on it. Is that like a smiley face or? Yeah, not, yeah. I mean, quite. yeah, it's called <laughs> With a Hammer. Okay, yeah. The album. Yeah, we, yeah. It's time to talk about it, I guess. There you go. Yeah. 2003, Yeji. Yeah. Um, With a Hammer, 13 songs, 43 minutes. Yeah. And yeah, so she has a hammer like kind of draped over and then her head turned. Yeah. So it's kind of like, it's either inviting you to like come along with her. Yeah. If you want to like roll with her and her hammer and her strong energy. Yeah. Or she's like, back off and don't mess with me. <laughs> Stay oh, away. Yeah. yeah, it's a bit of both, I feel like. Yeah, yeah for it's sure. Yeah. A little ambiguous, yeah. which, you know, choose your own storyline. Yeah. Um, but I, I guess she has two hammers, is what I hear. Oh, yeah. And she keeps them. Oh, like, like in real life. Yeah. Like, okay. like that was a real hammer, okay. obviously, but she has two that she really keeps. And one was used for that photo. Yeah. But she keeps two, and it's kind of like a, a symbol of protection and strength and power. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah, don't so, fuck with Yeji. I uh, know she's <laughs> she's little, but she's scary. Yeah, <laughs> and powerful. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, like I said, I mean, I already kind of described that album. It's like housey. Yeah. Um, you know, it's flirting with ambient music. Mm-hmm. It's flirting with um, what else? I don't know. That's it. Yeah, ambient or yeah. There's another genre that I was going to mention. Mm. Like avant-garde. Okay. You know, it's kind of like... Yeah. Experimental. Yeah, it's well. experimental. Yeah. But it, um, but mostly it keeps keeps it pretty housey and, and boppy all the way through. Okay. Should we get a taster of this? A little taster, yeah. Got a track called For Granted. When I think about it, I don't even know how it got to be this way. For granted, track by Yeji from her debut album with a hammer came out in April twenty twenty three. I like her upbeat stuff. Drum bass stuff in there. Yeah. The yeah, yeah. I like the up tempo. Yeji is yeah. my favorite. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, she says some interesting stuff about this because I think, yeah, she decided that this was not going to be a mixtape. This album's going to be an album. Oh, oh, <laughs> uh oh. Um, I think she kind of thinks it was a bit, she didn't say daunting, but like um, she said like an album versus everything else she's done is more of like a singular piece of work, like the album, you know, uh, like a self-contained thing. Uh, so she said like, cause normally she says she creates track like spontaneously and messy and just kind of goes with the flow. Um, and so she's trying to figure out how to be more singular when, with this album, with this approach. So apparently she's like thought about, about it as a story. So like she kind mm. of wrote a story um, and, and kind of put some things together with that. I think maybe some drawings or ideas as well kind of thing. So every time she would sit down in the studio to work on this album, she like she could go into that story, and sort of, and she said that gave her her singularity to like work from to build the album, which I thought was really interesting. I haven't really heard anyone talk about that in that way. You know, we've heard people mm -hmm. say like, you know, oh, this is my most honest work to date. Every, <laughs> they always say that. It's like the new <laughs> iPhone. It's like the best iPhone yet. Yeah. You know. Oh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because they haven't made a next one yet. So yeah, it's the best so far. Uh, yeah. So I think that, yeah, that is cool. Kind of using yeah. the narrative. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as like a place to a jump in point, like, okay, yeah. here's where I'm at. Yeah. Here's the headspace. Yeah. Here's what I was thinking about. Yeah. Yeah. And she has tons of notes to kind of go in. Yeah. Um, and just kind of like, you know, yeah. Yeah. Well, here's what I was thinking about. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, and I found, you know, you mentioned earlier she has like four different diaries and they're all about different things. She has like an hourly mm -hmm. diary where the, at the end of the day she'll write down every hour of the day and then like write down what she did and who she talked to and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, she described that as like data keeping, like to remember things. She's like, she said something like, if you don't remember them, did they actually happen? Ooh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she. <she's, laughs> there's a lot going on in there's a lot. Head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and she said from that hourly thing, she can learn about a lot about her habits and her emotional state. That's what she gets from that. She has a gratitude diary uh, mm -hmm. where she like writes down things she's thankful for that day. I think uh, she has a brain dump, no filter diary. She said it's the one diary that can't leak anywhere mm -hmm. because it's highly personal. You know. Um, and then she has a five year diary where apparently like on each sheet of the paper it has like five years in it. So every day you'll fill in a page and then the next day you go to the next page. And then when you're done with the year, you can go back and then you can see what you wrote this day last year kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I think it's like maybe about goals or something like that or sort of grander like things she wants to achieve or something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or at least being able to reflect on where, what headspace yeah. you were in. That as well, yeah. You know, on yeah. this on this day last year. Yeah, yeah. Is there was there growth? And yeah. maybe she's regressing. Maybe right. Like, oh, I'm getting dumber. <laughs> <laughs> Look what I did last year. Now I'm just eating McDonald's. Yeah, yeah no. Um, yeah. So that's. <clears throat> but but I mean, yeah. it's cool. Yeah, she's very analytical. Yeah. And she's willing to put in the time to, yeah. you know, do these notations yeah. and then reflect upon them. Yeah. And and see where she's at with the intention of of growing and learning. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so that's you know I hundred percent support that. Yeah, I mean I, I do a similar thing. I have Evernote, right? That app. 
Mm. Uh, and I just, every, every idea, everything, even the notes, the research for the show, I just put it all in there. But it's not organized in the way that Yeji has it. I can't like go, like, I mean, I can see some dates, but if I update a document, it will like show the latest date, you know, so. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I would go that far with the, I thought about the diary thing, but I'm like, I don't know. It's, just, uh, know. it's not bad. Do whatever yeah. you want as yeah, far yeah. as diarying, diary. Diarying. 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 What are you doing? I'm diarying. Diarying. Stop looking. Yeah. Stop looking. Close the door. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it might be a little overboard for a lot of people. You don't need to keep five diaries with different <laughs> categorization styles. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of people just have you know, one diary and just write whatever you want whenever you feel like it. Yeah, I think and it works for different people. Well, I have a, I have like a note that's like a, it's almost like affirmations. So mm-hmm. like I'll write, I'll find like things I thought of or quotes I've seen or something interesting someone said or, or that resonates with me, I put it in there. Yeah. And every while, every now and again, I'll go back and just reread it. And it's like, oh, it's a reminder of these like notions, these kind of yeah things. And then I have one that's like a goal thing where I'm like, uh, like yeah the big things that i want to accomplish i even had one that was like a list of places i wanted to visit and i l- looked back at a year later and i was like oh i've been there now i can like I've already been there that's crazy it's funny because it's like that type of thing it's like manifesting it's like uh because you write it like it's something you want to do but you don't actively like work on it like i think your subconscious works on it and mm-hmm. like so like the places that I wanted to go that I wrote down, I wasn't actively working on trying to get there, but it just sort of happened mm-hmm. through happenstance. And then I go back and I was like, oh, well, that happened. So Yeah. Yeah. The only thing so, left to do is cross it off the list. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I can, yeah, it can be really cool. It's probably a really good growth thing and memory thing. And, uh, you know, you know, it's like if you're going to write an autobiography someday and you didn't write anything down, it's like, well, shit, I have to make half of this up now. I don't remember. <laughs> there was some hazy years back there. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow. Use your imagination. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so that's cool. That is cool. Yeah. I think that is a cool way, you know, just journaling in general, if that's kind of what we're talking about. Yeah. It can, it, it gives, yeah, it helps you manifest what you want. Yeah, I mean, you could reflect on it, see where you were analytically, um, but it also gives you an opportunity to be like, "Here's what I want in my life," right? And and channel that subconscious, tune it in, and focus it, yeah, so that you can start building that in in reality, yeah, in the three D, in the three D, soon to be the AI metaverse or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. we're going two D, two. Yeah, we're going back to two (laughs) D. It's coming full circle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what else we got on Yeji? Um, I think we said about her production setup was pretty simple. She doesn't have a lot of gear. Uh, just like some good monitors, her mics, her Ableton, her it like keyboard. The, one, the, yeah. <clears throat> the, the monitors she had are these ones that she had in her room on the 10-minute. Yeah, I have them here. The white Yamaha H-something series. Yeah, sure. They're really good, actually. They, yeah, they're supposed to. You see, you used to see them a lot in, uh, yeah, professional studios. They have the smaller versions, like because they use them as like monitors that are just supposed to give a neutral sound. Mm-hmm. You know, not adding any weird EQ. Right. Like, um, yeah, I love them. 
good, nice base. I love them too. Yeah. And um, the white, they, I like the white color they, versus they look the black spiffy. as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. The the black ones look like looks like awesome. Like speaker. They're, they're old. Mm, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's like you like they used to have you know back in the highway system era you used to have the speakers with the the front on it you know. Yeah, like so, a mesh. Yeah, and I used to like take them off so you could see the speakers, like because it looks cool. Yeah, it looks way cooler. <laughs> yeah, but what is that even for? I think that's just that for aesthetics. I don't know if it does much of a. It might do a sound thing. There might be a sound reason for it, like a pop filter type thing. Kind of, yeah, like sort of muffling it somehow, maybe. But I never knew the uh, science of it. Yeah. If you know, we've got so many questions. People need to start writing in and giving us answers. <laughs> we have more questions than answers. <laughs> we could Google this, but we'd rather lost the listeners, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we want to interact with you guys. Let us know yeah. what that mesh covering on speakers is for. <laughs> yeah. Any designers, any engineers out there? Yeah. Do we like them? Do we not like them? What, what's your style? Do you take them yeah. off? Do you leave them on? Right. Incidentally, I tried on the, the Apple over-the-head headphones the other day. Mm-hmm. In the Apple Store, I did not like them at all. What Apple Store did you go to? Where is there one around here? Yeah, U District. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you just said, "What's up, bro?" That's my neighborhood. Oh, is it? Oh, you don't know there's an Apple Store? <laughs> uh, I don't. Well, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, this is a while ago. It's. I live in Roosevelt, but I it's actually like know. Close. I lie. I was in New Orleans Apple Store. Yeah, I wasn't in U District. That's not where I live. Yeah, exactly. That's way far away. <laughs> yeah, I tried them on, uh, the overhead ones, and it's not a good sound. Really? To me. After like having other headphones and that, I was like, it sounds like mid-range. Hmm. Like, I can't hear like the bass or the detail of the song. It's just all like hollow. That's weak. Yeah, it's weak. Don't buy those. Not worth it. Jay no. does not give his stamp of approval. No, no, no. There's better ones out there. AKG or something. That's what you have, right? We're getting a tech- <laughs> technical here now. <laughs> um, no, no. What do I have? I have... Um... I can't remember mine. I forgot mine today. Right. So I have these other ones yeah. that Jay let me borrow. Yeah. That are falling apart. Yeah. They're... <laughs> yeah. I like my other ones. What? I can't remember what ones I have. Yeah. They good though? I don't. They're good. Yeah. They're good. I, yeah. I researched them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm not a gear person. I really don't care about. Man. Like, I don't even know what kind of guitar I have. Right. <laughs> I, like, I just don't even care. That's what people used to ask me when I was, I'm a drummer. They're like, oh, what drummers do you listen to? And I'm like, oh, I, I, I don't know. Good ones? Yeah. I just listen. I was like, I used to say DJ Shadow. <laughs> like, he's not a drummer. I was like, yeah, but I am inspired by his beats to drum. That was the weird thing. Yeah, like, which is totally valid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I just don't see. I don't care the brands. Right. Yeah. Um, I'll next week I'll tell you guys what headphones I have. I wear Great. them on all the other episodes. Exactly. Yeah. It's, just, it's, a, it's not like a secret <laughs> brand or something. It's a, a common one, but I think they're really good. Yeah. It's not Sennheiser. I think it might be AKG. I might have seen the logo at some point. I don't know though. I can't. I yeah. literally can't yeah. remember. Yeah. I don't care that much. There you go. Yeah. What is this? This is an Apple product. <laughs> so Windows Apple. Yeah. yeah. Windows Apple. <laughs> uh, Apple into the window yeah. of my eye. Damn. Maybe you should start writing diaries so you know what headphones you have. Like, just, just, just for the sake of. <laughs> Making Memory. my thoughts a little bit clearer. Yeah, yeah. Because they just come out. <laughs> so I'm sorry, you guys. Um, anyway, on that note of being incoherent, yeah. that's all I got. Yeji currently lives in Brooklyn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and she just had her album come out. She's probably going to tour. I don't know how she plays live. I know she does a lot of DJing. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard her perf- see her perform any of her music live. Have you come across any of that? Like, uh, no, not like her. Yeah. Cause uh, like on this last album or this debut album that she just dropped, there's, yeah. there's quite a bit of real instrumentation on there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I haven't seen her perform any of that live, yeah. like with a band. Yeah. Um, most of the stuff I came across online is her DJing. Yeah. Just kind of solo, which is cool. Yeah. But I would like to see her play with a band. That'd be very yeah. interesting to see that style of music played. Yeah. I think she like mentioned somewhere about maybe she would like to sing, incorporate singing into a DJ mm-hmm. set, but she hasn't done it yet. Um, but, uh, yeah, Coachella. Cause also the other thing to say, her parents didn't really know what she was doing or weren't really like, didn't sound to be that, that supportive of mm-hmm. the music career. Um, but then they saw her play at Coachella and they were like, oh, okay. Cause they oh, saw well, it's Coachella. Yeah. They, oh. <laughs> My daughter's cool. Yeah. And they saw how much work she put into it. Um, you know, and that she's making money from it. So, you know, well, if you're making money, then exactly, you're successful. Exactly. It's the only way. <laughs> um, and yeah also she said about the korean lyrics apparently she she started doing that originally because she didn't want people to understand what she was saying like english here hmm. audiences i guess yeah and then that evolved into her like realizing oh it's like it kind of sounds cool because it's got sort of like an angular language she said like with the sounds of the words mm-hmm. kind of thing um so a lot of times people think she's rapping and she said that's great because i think she's in she used to DJ a lot of like hip hop when she mm. started out. So she's like totally into that type of thing. But yeah, she's kind of like half rapping, half singing sometimes. It seems like it sounds yeah. like she's rapping sometimes, but like I mean, talking, yeah. I, yeah, just because you get yeah. to concentrate on the syllables yeah, and the pronunciation a little bit more without tying it to meanings right. yeah, and yeah, definitions yeah. of what words are being spoken. Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of singing is close to rap though. Yeah. It's like you're not. It's not like projected in the same way. Like, yo, do 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 do. Like I'm right. rapping. Yeah, yeah. But like the cadence. Yeah. It's. Yeah. Like if you break it down, it's very rhythmic. Yeah. And right. like very thought out. Yeah. Like very specific, and it works out in just a, a really great way. Yeah. It's like that. It's like I don't know. A lot of singers are like doing as much as the rappers doing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm not trying to throw shade. I'm just, that's what I notice when I listen to really good melodies yeah. and really good vocalists and singers and writers. Mm-hmm. Like, they're basically rapping, but also with more melody yeah, yeah. Than, than some, you know, mid rapper. Because, like, some, yeah, singing, it can be like, like almost not singing a melody, like veering into spoken word territory. Mm-hmm. I haven't listened to a lot of Bob Dylan, but I feel like, because he was like, poetry pretty much right yeah yeah it's all rapping everything's yeah. rap yeah yeah what is rapping just you vocalizing yeah in a cadence yeah that's yeah. all singing yeah and rhythm i'm and, maybe yeah. i'm just confused i'm not trying to step on anybody's toes or <laughs> you know culturally appropriate or anything like that <laughs> cancel but like what if you're yeah. singing is that not rapping uh like what is the difference even yeah like by definition Spoke, well, yeah, spoken. They don't call rapping spoken word, but it is spoken word. But they don't call it that. Yeah, you know, there's there's vocal parts that are just you're writing on one note. Yeah, singing, yeah. Yeah. quote unquote. So yeah. anyway, I'm just maybe I'm confused about what the world is. But as I go through, the stuff gets more confusing. 
Well, yeah, and I think that was uh, the thing about Yeji as well. She doesn't really like fall into one particular genre. Um, and like there was some article I was reading about how like in this modern day, like genres are becoming less important and apparently like people are picking playlists or things they listen but based on like mood, you know, mm -hmm. and they reference like chill hop is like a mood that has become a genre kind of thing. Um, and I, yeah, I think that's like, I mean, no, most artists don't want to categorize themselves or pigeonhole themselves as to a, you know, oh, I'm a rock. Uh, well, some people do. Some people are like, I'm rock. I'm a rock band. I'm, I'm a rock guy. Exactly. Yeah, I don't rock. listen to anything else. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but like, for me, I like, I like all music, you know, I'll listen to some electronics some hip hop, some rock. I like to mix it up. Yeah. You're yeah. one of the most all over the place uh, music <laughs> listeners that I've come across. Really? <laughs> Respect. Respect. Cool. Well, yeah. Um, and Yeji is, yeah, something that I like as well that's very different from stuff. I think that was the interesting thing about music as well, because uh, for listeners don't know, I've been making some music. We've been making some music. We're always making music, I guess. Yeah. But, like, um, but like, and I heard uh, uh, the guy from Wilco the other day was on a documentary. You know that band, Wilco? Yeah. yeah. I'm not super familiar with their I'm not either, music, but I know the band for sure. But I saw an interview, and he had, he like described making music in the best way I've heard it, and it was um. He said, you know, basically, you listen to a lot of music, you know, in your record collection, and you have like influences around you, kind of thing. And so then, when you write, you're kind of like leaning on those references or things, and then as you write more songs, uh, you you you're informing yourself as well by like what you did in a previous track and stuff like that and so it's like there is no like abc this is how you do it kind of thing but it's all basically like the music you create is a culmination of everything you experience and listen to mm -hmm. and it's just there in your subconscious and you pull at it you know when needed kind of thing yeah which i think is interesting because like on the surface like i wouldn't make music like yeji if i was making a track but I might get to a certain point in the track where I'm like, oh, that sounds like that thing Yeji did, you know? And my brain will just like follow that path for a little bit. And, yeah. You know, and that's just kind of how it happens. It's like, which I think is really great. And I think that's why genres don't really matter. Like we can all just kind of listen to a lot of music and pull from it in, when we're in the flow without like specifically doing it. You know, if that yeah. makes sense. Like, yeah. No, it's all yeah. fluid. It's all yeah, changing. Yeah. It's easy to listen to one track in one day yeah. when the sun's up right. and you're like, this is this style of music and this yeah. is what the word is yeah. to describe that. Yeah. Yeah. But then like, you know, just what you said, the artist was just like on a whim, like, Ooh, this sounds like that artist and this artist, yeah. here's a track. Right. Yeah. And it, everything's changing. That's why music it doesn't sound today. Like it sounds like from the 1920s, yeah. 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 but they used some similar instruments mm. sometimes, you know, it's like yeah. very similar, but very different yeah, yeah. at the same time. And it's, it's always going to be changing. Yeah. And I think that's like probably an important thing that every musician coming up or aspiring should do is just make the songs and follow your own intuition and your own likes and dislikes. Yeah. Don't care about what genre you're in or how you want to be perceived or yeah. you just kind of have to let all that go. If you're doing it right, it's very hard to let things like that go, I think, but... 
that's a process, something to work on, I think. Uh, that's the best yeah. art when you're yeah. making, doing it for yourself yeah. and creating the, the thing that matches your vibe the most. Yeah. Like the, the most yourself possible yeah. is probably going to be the best art Yeah. than trying to recreate anything yeah. or use another artist as a stencil. Yeah. Except if you're writing for pop music and you have three seconds to write a verse for from the next big pop act and you're getting yeah. paid money for it. It's like, yeah. If you're getting paid big money for it, you're probably good at it and good for you. <laughs> exactly. And come share the love. Yeah. And the money. Yeah. <laughs> Cha-ching. Uh, that's all I got on Yeji, sir. Me too, yeah. Good episode. Pretty cool. Listen to her, her first couple EPs. Yeah. And then listen to her latest album. Yeah. And then listen to her mixtape. Yeah. That's the order. All right. That works. Yeah. That's what I say anyway. Okay. Um, but yeah, very cool. I think it was a good combo. Yeah. Uh, good talking to you, Jay. Good talking to you, Jay. Um, let's play out with a Yeji tune. Yep. Right on. Are um, you going to do your outro spiel? I'm uh, it, <laughs> oh, that's what we're ready for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let us know in the comments, guys, what the mesh on the speakers mean. <laughs> Who, engineers, Yamaha, uh, executives. CEO, let us know what the mesh means. Um, you can let us know on Twitter at Roots to Grooves, on TikTok at Roots to Grooves. No, TikTok is at Signal Radio. Yeah. Instagram at Roots to Grooves. YouTube at Roots to Grooves. That one's like our main one. Watch the video and leave a comment on there. Yeah. That's where we like to have conversations. And if you want to get in touch with us directly, hit us up at our email and Jay's got it for us. Roots Grooves at signalradio.com, S I G N L radio.com. Roots to Grooves is a production of Signal Radio. For more music and independent culture, visit signalradio.com. That's S-I-G-N-L radio.com.